September, college drop-off day has come and gone, and hopefully you're beginning to settle into the college routine. And it's time to launch season three of Safe Tea. I'm sure you're wondering who belongs to this strange voice you're hearing on the podcast. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm Angie Feige, Rachel's mom and founder of this podcast and our live program, Rachel's First Week. I thought we'd open season three with a bit of a twist. This episode is dedicated to parents, grandparents, or whoever is responsible for getting you off to college. You see, these parental figures have skin in the game, and it's really hard for parents, especially parents of first-time freshmen, to know all the ins and outs of getting a kid out the door and off to college. So we're going to open this season talking about a few things your folks and you may not have thought of. Okay, moms, dads, grandparents, or any responsible party, as your son or daughter is beginning to feel the wind under their wings and get that first taste of freedom, what have you done to prepare if the unthinkable happens? What if your son or daughter has a serious injury or a medical emergency? How will you be notified? What kind of information can healthcare providers share with you? Do you know what medical resources are available close to campus in the hours they're open? Or what if your kid comes across another student who is injured or is having a medical emergency? How can you help your student be prepared to handle an issue they likely have never encountered before? I'd like to discuss a three-step plan to set up a safety net around your student in preparation for their first year of college. Step one, set up the emergency SOS feature on your student's smartphone. Did you know that your student's smartphone has software preloaded or available for download that allows first responders and medical personnel to find out critical healthcare information in the event your student is incapacitated or otherwise unable to provide that information? This information is accessed without unlocking the phone, so no other private information will be available, only the life-saving health information on the emergency SOS application, such as medical conditions, medications, and allergies. Depending on the type of phone, the emergency SOS feature can also notify an emergency contact of your choice, identify your student's current location, and even record a video. But first, you need to set up this feature and import this life-saving information. And hot off the press, the new iPhone 14 has new satellite technology. That means that if the individual in need is beyond a Wi-Fi or cellular connection, your student can relay an emergency message via satellite to get the help they need. This is a messaging system that is only used for emergencies and will route your message through to the appropriate medical resources. For detailed instructions on how to set up the emergency SOS feature on your student's phone, check out the instructions on our website at rachelsfirstweek.org. And don't forget the A in Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L. Or go to the support websites for iOS or Android operating systems for step-by-step instructions. Step 2. Ensure HIPAA forms and HCPOA forms are complete and easy to access. Most of us have encountered HIPAA, but for the uninitiated, HIPAA stands for the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. This law was passed in 1996 and was written to, among other things, allow individuals to decide who has access to protected healthcare information. A HIPAA release form allows physicians to share information and medical records with those listed on the form, typically parents or guardians. HCPOA stands for Healthcare Power of Attorney. This document allows your student to outline their medical wishes and appoint another person to make sure those wishes are enforced in the event that he or she is unable to make their own health care decisions. So what is the importance of these forms? Remember that even though you may be footing the bill for college, 
Your student who is over the age of 18 is considered by law to be an adult and can determine what personal health care information is shared with you. Why is this such a big deal? Well, let's say, for instance, your student becomes overly intoxicated at a party and passes out. EMS is called in, and he or she is taken to the local hospital. Once there, they wake up and plead, please don't tell my mom and dad. The hospital legally cannot notify the parents of the details of their student's condition unless a HIPAA release form is signed by your student. And you may not ever know that the event even occurred unless you get the insurance claim. Or consider this scenario. Your student is struck by a car while dashing across a busy college intersection to get to class and is rendered unconscious. Without an HCPOA release, you may have little say in how and where the care is provided. Colleges don't necessarily provide these forms or help families navigate their complexities. It's up to the families to do their research and decide how or if they want to complete them. Now, the reality is that in these extreme situations, physicians, hospitals, and social workers will do everything possible to incorporate you into the healthcare decisions that need to be made for your student. But what if you cannot be located? Or what if you live across the country from where your student is attending college? Without tending to these details, details that include a signed and easily accessed HIPAA and HCPOA form, what ensues may be contrary to your wishes. Step three. Encourage your student to be an actor, not a bystander. Regardless of your candor and words of wisdom, and no matter how hard your student works to avoid dangerous situations, he or she will encounter things in college that they have never seen before, and it is likely that they will be in a position to save a life sometime during their college career. Rather than trying to cover every possible scenario and permutation, it's best to keep it simple. Be familiar with medical amnesty laws at the college your student attends, and make sure your student is as well. We have a podcast devoted to the Indiana Lifeline Law and how it was used to save a life. You can listen to that podcast on Season 1, Podcast 4, Medical Amnesty Laws Save Lives. When having these discussions with your student, it is important that whenever possible, remind them to use the phone of the person in need to notify first responders via the emergency SOS system. And let me say that again. It is important to activate 911 by using the phone of the victim to activate the emergency SOS feature. Why? This not only activates the 911 system, it also identifies the real-time location of the caller and notifies the emergency contacts of that individual. Rather than going through the process of activating 911 via the emergency SOS for all the different operating systems used by the various smartphones, as I previously mentioned, check out the instructions on our website at rachelsfirstweek.org, or go to the support websites for iOS or Android operating systems for step-by-step instructions. Lastly, encourage your student to act if he or she sees a person passed out at a party, falls, or is otherwise in need, and call 911 immediately. I want to stress that the decision to call 911 will be incredibly hard for your student, and you need to acknowledge that to your student. There is the fear of overreacting and peer pressure not to get the authorities involved. Discuss this important act of courage with your student before they struggle making that decision in a time of crisis, and share with them examples of how everyday students have become unwitting heroes by doing the right thing when making the right decision seems so difficult. Stories make lasting impressions, and each of our podcasts share one of these stories. Speaking of stories, I want to share with you our safety podcast lineup for season three. We will be discussing topics such as mental health and the new 988 system, things to think about before traveling abroad, marijuana versus alcohol, living off campus and how to prepare for mass shooters. 
I hope you'll stay tuned. We'd love to hear your feedback and or share your story. One final thought. Talking safety with your student is difficult. It's not sexy or eye-catching. It often comes across preachy. Share stories with your kids and ask them how they would respond. You can't make it through life without encountering some degree of risk. As parents who have lost children out of the natural order of life, I encourage you to check out the College Safety Coalition. Each of the moms in the coalition have a different story, but we are all passionately united in our desire to make the college experience the best experience of your son or daughter's young lives. Check us out at collegesafetycoalition.net. Safe Tea is brought to you by Rachel's First Week. Executive producer, Dr. Angie Feige. Sound engineer, Ben Vodder. And a very special thanks to American Medical Response, NASCAR, and healthcare initiatives for their financial support of this podcast. Visit us on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter at hashtag Rachel's First Week. Don't forget the A in Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. We want to hear from you, so contact us at rachelsfirstweek.org. Don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss a single episode of Safe Teeth.